if they leave the website, what's the strategy? You can retarget them. You can maybe send them an email because you've got a pop-up form. You can give them something for free, like let's say a discount. You need to grab people's attention by offering them something. So it could be content, it could be something for free, free shipping, uh, free product, uh, free ebook, uh, free video. You need to have a system. Welcome, welcome to the Micro Influencer Podcast, the show where you'll get real marketing secrets straight from the experts' mouths to help you grow your influence. I'm your host, Blake Emmel. Today, I'm speaking with Jonathan O'Frey, who is the CEO at Growth Hackers, and we are going to discuss building a funnel for marketing and for your brand, not just relying on ads, not just paying for ads, but actually building a sustainable funnel that will work for you over time. So make sure to stick around till the very end where Jonathan's going to give you his number one piece of advice for you based on his experience. Without further ado, let's start learning with Jonathan. Okay, and on the podcast today, we have Jonathan Offray, who is from Growth Hackers, and we are going to be discussing a lot of different things from funnel building to building an ecosystem for your branding and not just having to pay for ads, but actually building something sustainable. But before we get into it, Jonathan, how are you doing today? Hey, Blake. I'm very good today. Thanks for having me here. Well, would love to get a little bit of context on you as a person before we dive into all of the details. I'm curious if you could just give us a quick story about your career so far, how you got started, and how you got to where you are now. Okay, so uh, first, maybe I should tell uh, you, uh, your listeners that I'm French, so that's why the accent is might be a bit weird for people who are not <laughs> used to. So I'm originally from France, but uh, I live in Taiwan for eight years. So how I got there, like I used to study marketing and international business in Dublin, in Ireland, and then I used to, I, I travel a lot, like doing like uh, small jobs in uh, in uh, in England, in the US, in Spain, and in Australia. And then it's just working like, yeah, like a really just like a farming, like waiters, like really small jobs. Mm. And then uh, as I started to do a bit of marketing for small businesses, which uh, was more at the time, it was more like international sales because I could speak English, French and Spanish. So it was more international sales and marketing. Then when I moved to uh, Taiwan around eight years ago, I was working in international marketing. So um creating website, creating marketing strategies, mostly in English, French, and Spanish. I work, I did this for a few companies in Taiwan for like uh, three or four years. And then about five years ago, I joined a startup and I, I kind of moved from um, digital marketing to growth hacking, uh, where it will be more like growth focus, where there will be more, uh, it will be more, uh, there will be more like different kind of tactics. So uh, there will be, so for one year, I did digital marketing growth hacking for one startup. And the thing is, during that time, I was, we, we were in an incubator in, uh, in Taiwan. Mm. And then we got funded uh, by um, an English uh, accelerator. So we moved to England for, for a few months. And the thing is, while in the incubator in Taiwan and the accelerator in, um, in England, we worked with many startups and all of them had... Um, they were more like 
mostly tech founders and they needed help with uh, with uh, user acquisition, uh, growth, revenue, sales, lead generation and everything. So I was working more as like as a consultant for many startups at the same time. And the thing is, I didn't have much time to work on my own startups. So I decided to quit and kind of launch Cycles, where the goal was to help uh, many startups at the same time or many companies at the same, ta- same time with uh, marketing, growth hacking, lead generation. And so I created Growth Hackers with my co-founder, who is American, actually. Uh, it's, it's, from, um, it's from Hawaii. Uh, so that's pretty, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty... I've never been there. I wish I, wish I could go there. So yeah, we created Growth Hackers uh, four years ago. And now, yeah, now we work with many companies from uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, US, Canada, uh, Western, Western Europe, uh, Asia a lot. Uh, not too much, uh, we say not too much uh, South America or Africa yet, but maybe in the future. Awesome. And and it's it gets funny how life will just take you one direction, right? <laughs> you think you're going to go some way and then you end up a completely different path. Exactly. It's, it's like a lot by the people you meet uh, in a way. It's like uh, I remember when I used to live in Ireland, I met a lot of Spanish. So that's why I went to Spain. And Spain, I met a lot of Australians. So I went to Australia. And in Australia, I met my wife who's Taiwan. So I went to Taiwan. So it's kind of, yeah, it's like you, you move. Uh, you don't really decide where to go. It's kind of the people you meet or the experience you have bring you somewhere. Man, that, that's awesome. And I'm curious, if I were to ask you what you think your, yeah. one, your one professional superpower is, what would you say? Um, I think it's, uh, I'm, um, I'm very uh, adaptable. Uh, I think it's because of my experiences. It's because I, I lived in many countries, mm-hmm. so I, I had to adapt so much in different uh, language, culture, people, uh, background, or anything. So usually I, um, I can adapt to, uh, to, to, to people or to the situation uh, pretty easily. I think that's one of the most underrated skills in business for any leader is just being flexible and able to grow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So let, let's dive into the details yeah. here because I definitely want to go into funnels and growth hacking and all these good things that you can help us with. Keeping in mind, of course, that most of us here are kind of at the beginning of our journey. So we're just starting out with a side hustle or we're just founding our, our small business or startup right. and we're just kind of getting going. So from the get go, how do you best determine how do you determine the best funnel for your project? What's the process that you should take to start mapping out the entire funnel? All right. Um uh, first, I, I think first things first is you need to make sure there's a market. Uh, you need to validate your your ID or your product or your service. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, you need to validate. You need to make sure there's people who's going to buy it. Uh, so you don't want to actually prepare a funnel without making sure that people like what you do or like what you uh, offer. So in my opinion, the first thing anyone should do is no matter what's your idea, uh, what you want to, what you want to sell. Don't you, in my opinion, you don't really need to make a business plan. Uh, I don't know anyone who make a business, a five-year business plan. It was going to respect it. It was going to happen the way they predicted. Uh, might have happened 20 years, years ago <laughs> before I was born, but, uh, it doesn't happen this way anymore. I think the best way is to create just a landing page first, just a landing page where you just uh, talk about your product, maybe a little bit story, what kind of um, 
what kind of problem you solve, maybe the two benefits of your products, and uh, and that's it. So the landing page can be created within within a day or two or within a week if you're a bit slow, uh, and then and then share this landing page. Um, for free, you don't need to pay for ads. Uh, you, you can share uh, the landing page with uh, with fellow entrepreneurs, with people in your industry. So, if you're industry in uh, retail, you can find people in retail on uh, in LinkedIn, mm-hmm. or you can find uh, people. Uh, you go go to retailers next to your place and show show them the landing page. Just make sure that the people you show it to are in within your target audience because if you show it to your mom she's going to say it's amazing i don't think uh, i don't think that actually works uh so yeah like find um validate your id first uh if people so if you get um good feedback if people are interested then you can start uh you can start building uh start building a funnel um where where would you start? Uh, where, where would you start? I would say you you should um, you should start to think about a re- revenue models, making sales uh, pretty quickly. You don't you might not make sales for a couple of months, but you need to understand where you're going to make the money because at the end of the day. If you have a business, you need to make money. Uh, it's like a lot of entrepreneurs uh, say, that, oh, yeah, I want to change the world. I want to make the world a better place. Uh, oh, I want to get funding. Uh, I'm going, just going to raise money and investors are going to pay. But at the end of the day, the investors, they will want our eyes. They will want their money back. So at, the, at some point, you will need to have uh, a revenue. You need to understand how you're going to make money if it's, it's, if it's from product service or no matter what you're no matter what you do, so understand how you're going to make money, and then, and then that's pretty easy. Once you understand, let's say if it's a product or a service, make make an e-commerce. If, let's say if it's a product, you can make an e-commerce website. Uh, if you, if the product is built, you have to build it. If it's a drop shipping, just make a Shopify website and and start driving traffic to it. If you if you are lazy in making a website or if you want to make money more quickly i don't know, sign up to amazon or ebay and try to make a uh, quick money there um if you want to sell like services make a website more than a uh, more than a landing page start to make a website you need this is where this is so important to have a website uh, i i mean for me, it sounds so obvious. I think for you, it might sound obvious too, but I know a lot of people, I met a lot of entrepreneurs or engineers, they, they create products or an app or like or something for six, nine, ten months within their garage as they don't have any websites, they don't have any things, they don't have a landing page or anything mm-hmm. to show their products. That should be, that, that's what people should start at the beginning because you want to show what you are doing from, from scratch. And then once you've got your landing page, your website, you can sell your product uh, or your service um, on internet. You need um, you need to have that's what I was talking about. You need to have um, understand how people are going to behave with your website or your app or anything. Uh, you don't just want to drive traffic to your website and pay for ads right away. Um, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, Facebook ads are uh, amazing. Uh, you can target pretty much anyone, or Google ads are amazing. Uh, yes, they are. Uh, if you, <laughs> they are when you, you know how it works. If, if you don't understand how Facebook ads or Google ads work, you can lose a lot of money very quickly. Oh, yes. Uh, I was... Um, 
four or five years ago when I was doing Facebook ads four or five years ago, actually it was cheap because not many people uh, did it. Now it's much more complicated and uh, a lead or a sale might cost you 10, 20, 30, uh, $30 um, when you spend on Facebook ads. Uh, so the thing is, when you want to, Facebook ads and Google ads is good to drive traffic and to make sales, but you need to make sure that you've got a strategy behind it. People go to your website from Facebook. Um, if they leave the website, what's the strategy? You can retarget them. You can maybe send them an email because you've got a pop-up form. You can give them something for free, like it's a, a discount. You need, you need to grab people's attention by Offer, offering them something. So it could be content, it could be something for free, free shipping, uh, free product, uh, free ebook, uh, free video, if you sell video courses, I, I don't know. Get, what well, once you have people on your website, it, might, it, it costs you money to get the people on your website. So you want to make sure that you can, you can retarget them pretty much for free. Maybe they are not going to buy for, from you, but that doesn't matter. You need to have a system in place, like I, I pay $5 for being that person on my website. I want to make sure that uh, I, I gave him um, an offer. I gave him something. Maybe he buys, maybe he doesn't buy, but it's very important to have many different uh, channels to, um, to, to entice your visitors to, um, to pay. You don't want, I always say you don't want, um, you don't want traffic to your website. Tra traffic, you don't really care. You want leads, you want sales. If you've got, uh, I don't know, a million people on your website, but you make zero sales, it's, I prefer to have 10 people visiting my website to have one sales. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's really understanding that business is not, um, it's, 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 it's all about sales and it's, it's all about sales uh, at some point. So build, uh, build, a, fun build a funnel and don't pay too much in ads until you know that you can get um, uh, a stat we use, uh, not stat, sorry, a metric we use a lot, lot is uh, ROAS, like a yep. ret return on ad spend. Mm -hmm. This is like a ROI for, for ads pretty much. And those kind of metrics are, are, are important. Don't, uh, but use, don't use just ads, use email marketing, use content to drive traffic, use social media, I would say organic. You don't need to pay. For example, when you're on um, Instagram or Pinterest or Twitter, you you can use hashtags or you can uh, target or LinkedIn. LinkedIn is actually an amazing channel uh, to uh, to connect with people. I think that's how we connected at first, actually. Yep. Uh, so yes, there's many there's many channels to work on, and I think it's um, before to pay for ads. So work on your content, work on your, work on your email marketing, work on your branding. And then once you've got like a system in place to, to, to push your visitors to, to buy from you, to, uh, to get something, then you can pay for ads. Yeah. Not from the big, not yeah, from the beginning. That, that's where I kind of want to take it actually after this point, because once you have the idea, you validated that it works with some of your target customers, you haven't really spent any money on ads, but you've proven that it works. And you know now that you've got a system in place yeah. and it's time to run ads. What are some of the, the practical methods that you use to run effective ads? Okay, usually, so it's very, first, it's very important to, to I think everybody says, to, to test. So it's like this, I don't have like a, a formula to tell you, okay, sure. that's going to work. But uh, there's a few ads that work better, uh, obviously. Uh, first, it's retargeting. 
Retargeting is extremely important because we, uh, on Facebook or Google Ads. Uh, why? Because retargeting, you only retarget people, only people who have visited your website going to see the ads. So those people have a much higher chance to, uh, to, to purchase from you. And at least they won't feel too offended because they already know your brands, already know who you are. So they, they are okay to see, to see an ad. So retargeting ads usually as the one who work, uh, works the best. Um, then um, then you, you, can, um, you, you can have ads for you. Um, if you've got like very big competitors, uh, I think it's okay to, uh, to, to, to try to, um, to, to not copy them, but to try to get inspired by what they do mm. or even target their keywords. For example, I don't know if you... Uh, if you um i don't know if you if you sell shoes you you create your new shoes brand i'm sure a lot of millions of people probably look for nike's or adidas or reebok or anything target their target their own keywords you could target a nike alternative uh best best sport shoes uh or better shoes than nike i don't know any kind of uh, things to target a big people uh big competitors so that's that could be a thing um, but, uh, but what's very important with ads is what was that I said is, is testing. There's no, um, it's important to test the keywords. So that's more for Google AdWords, but also the, the, the wording, like the, the copy you're going to write is very important, but also your targets. The thing is like, you, you're from Austin, but, uh, I don't know, maybe if I make an ad, uh, tomorrow in Austin, might work much better than if I do it in San Diego or New York, or I don't know, anywhere else in the U S. Um, so it's important to, to, to target different demographics. So I don't know, like, uh, millennials, uh, Gen X, it doesn't matter. Uh, men, women, targeting location, targeting keywords. So it's like the, the goal is to kind of make so many tests gather data and at the end you will understand that okay for my product um the best people are men from 25 to 35 years old who live in the suburb of chicago and who like uh i don't know who like uh kim kardashian uh it's it's uh it's, and then they will like this picture and they will like this copy so the goal is to find the perfect ad by testing like the a lot of it and finding what works the best and kind of creating the, the perfect ads from all you do, data you gather. So it's a lot of testing. Um, you want, or you want, you can if you're lucky, but usually when, with advertising, you won't get a positive ROI or AS uh, within three days. I mean, it's like, or, 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 I mean, if, if you know someone, we can, we can deliver that uh, all the time. I would love to know that person, but usually it takes time to, to um, takes a few weeks, a few months sometimes to kind of create the perfect ad, the perfect um, copy for uh, pictures, visuals, uh, targets, and everything. So it's a lot of testing. Uh, but that's why it's good with Facebook or Google is you don't need to spend thousands and thousands of dollars in uh, to gather data. You can just set uh, $10, $20 a day at the beginning just to, uh, to gather data. Once you find the perfect ad, you can double down on that one. And I'm curious if we yeah. took it in a different direction and yeah. talked about personal branding or, or building a company brand. What would yeah. a, a good funnel for that effort look like, considering that it's only a, a part of the business, but 
if if there are people out here, side hustlers that are thinking, in order to get my product out there, I need to build a good personal brand so that that has more impact. What would a funnel look like for that? Okay, uh, totally. Our personal brand brand is uh, very important to uh, I go cycles pretty much everyone who work with us. Uh, I mean, we work uh, at go cycles, but also our clients. We tell them. You don't build only your business, build your personal brands. Like people will uh, will connect more with someone. Um, where where and how to build a personal brand? First, it depends on what you do. Uh, I think it's, it depends really the audience because if you let's say if your audience is your um, like a gym teacher or like a yoga teacher, Instagram and Pinterest might be very important. LinkedIn probably not that much. But if you work like let's say in um big data or AI or something, I don't think being on Instagram would be <laughs> building your brand on Instagram would be very good. I mean it could be helpful, but it would be better to be on LinkedIn or Twitter. So it's important to understand where your audience is, then you build uh then you build your uh you start building your profile there. Then to build a personal brand or even a business brand, content is, uh, I mean, again, I think I repeat what a lot of people say, but it's because it's true. Uh, content is is uh, is a key. It's extremely, extremely important. It's uh, quality content, or it doesn't have to be quality. It has to be authentic content. It has to be content that, um, that first that you believe in, and that also your audience is going to uh, engage with it uh, one way or the other. Um, I would say you don't need to only create. In content, there's two things. You can create content and curate content. So it means like uh, finding other people's content and sharing it. A lot of people uh, like um, entrepreneurs or founders or anything, they believe they just have to create new content all the time. And I don't think so. I think, of course, creating content is important, but I think you can create content. Why? Because there's so much content out there, no matter which industry you are in. And the thing is, let's say uh, we talk about like a sport, let's say a sport or a sport shoes, for example. Um, the thing is, there's so much content uh, about it on the internet already. So the thing is, what you could do is find that content. And let's say uh, you, you create your LinkedIn or Instagram profile and you sh- reshare the content and you give credit to the person who created it. Mm-hmm. So I, cre- I find that content like about shoes and I say, oh, I found that uh, VR, like a, by, uh, like a by, uh, by, by uh, Blake or something. And the thing is, uh, by tagging the person, by doing this, by sharing someone else's content, I will connect with that person. Because that person will see that we share this content. So I might connect with that person who might be an influencer, who might be someone in, in the industry, and he might like the pictures or even we share it with his profile. So you, you might even target his audience. So the thing is, sharing other people's content and giving credit, you can uh, kind of leverage their content for your own good and you can connect with that person. You don't steal the content in any way. And, and then maybe when you create your, your own content, that influencer or that other person, you share the content, maybe it's going to reshare your content. Uh, so that's, um, that's why creating and curating content, in my opinion, are important. Is that Usually I, I tell people to do both. Uh, I tell people to do both also because um, it's easier to create content, obviously, because it doesn't take you as much time, and the effect can be almost as powerful. And and to finish with content, 
always think the 80-20, 20% time creating or curating content, 80% of the time promoting it or distributing it or sharing it. Uh, it takes a long time to, for example, if you write a blog post or you create an infographic or anything, take time to, to create it, but really make sure you share it uh, everywhere. Share it with your contacts, with your email list, with, uh, with your, on your website, on your social media page. It doesn't matter. Share it, uh, share it everywhere. So it's like very important to create current content and distribute or promote it. I love that. And that's, that's yeah. not something that the 80, 20 rule, a lot, a lot of the time we'll hear like 80% of the time, your content should be helpful and informational. And then 20% you should promote, but you took it yeah. a different direction. You're like, no, no distribute 80% of the time, create yeah. 20% of the time. I, I really like that. I, I have one final question for you. And yeah. I ask this of everybody that comes on the show, but if I gathered a group together of our target target audience here, so micro influencers and side hustlers and people that are just starting a, a startup or at the beginning of their journey, and I put you at the front of the room to give them one piece of advice, what would you tell them? Uh, fo focus, uh, focus, uh, focus on one thing. Uh, focus on one thing because um, yeah, definitely that would be the, the one thing because. I see a lot of entrepreneurs or founders or anything. Um, they want to do so many different things. They have one idea, one new idea a day, uh, almost. And the thing is, doesn't matter what's your idea, focus on it and don't give up. I mean, of course, if you if you focus on it ten years, it doesn't work. Maybe you should give up at some point. But now the thing is, uh, really, don't try to um, don't try to do ten projects at the same time. Try to do one, do it well, something you're passionate about, if possible. But really focus on one thing don't don't start a new idea every every second week um if you really want to have something to work uh you need to uh, put the time and the effort on on, on one thing uh, so that's uh, that would be my advice here. i love it jonathan Offray, thank you again for coming on the podcast i want to give you a second to talk about what you're working on at growth hackers and then also tell us where we can find you on social media uh, so yeah, go I guess what we do is yes, we we help um startups more more now we say more like um small to medium businesses with uh growth. And what I mean by growth is uh, lead generation and sales because as I mentioned, I think that's the most important. So we we help usually with uh lead generation and sales like many businesses. And uh, how to find me honestly, uh I guess my name is going to be written it's very easy uh, on LinkedIn, uh, on LinkedIn or Twitter. Uh, you just type my name. It's I've got, I'm pretty lucky. I, I'm the only one I think in the world with this uh, first and family name, so it's very easy to find me. Awesome, Jonathan. Thank you again for coming on. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Blake, and. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Micro Influencer Podcast. The show has received so much positive feedback, and I've had so many great guests come on that the show is officially moving to three episodes per week. Two of the episodes will be the guest interviews you've come to love, featuring pros who have tested out what you're doing now and can save you years of your time with their advice. The third episode each week will be a much shorter snippet of my learnings and advice for the week. Please support the show by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, leaving a review, or sharing an episode with a friend or colleague. And if you have any questions or just want to see what this thing is that I'm building, visit microinfluential.com 
You can even listen to the website. That's microinfluential.com. Have a fantastic day.